Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Boston Sports Extra Podcast Celtics Edition. My name is Travis Babcock, and tonight I will be your host. Um, tonight's going to be a solo podcast. Unfortunately, our regular John Vogel could not make it, but the show must go on. Um, I'm here for you guys to deliver some good content. I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, it's my first ever solo podcast, so take it easy on me here. Um, before we get into some Celtic stuff, I do want to just shout out the Boston Red Sox for winning the 2018 World Series. What a hell of a season they put on. 108 wins, 119 wins total. I was at Game 5 of the World Series last night. It was something magical out there to see that team celebrate on the mound um, in Dodgers Stadium, surrounded by just a bunch of salty Dodgers fans. Ain't nothing like it. So shout out to Boston Red Sox on an amazing season. Um, and I hope this Celtics team can follow suit and bring home some hardware of their own. All right, guys, we're going to get into some Boston's comeback against Oklahoma City. We're going to talk a little Motor City blowout, uh, touch on some Kyrie Irving topic. I'm going to give you guys another hot take as usual. And then we're going to look ahead to uh, next week. Got a couple of tough games out there. Um, and, yeah, so let's get on into it. So Boston – Rally back from 16 down in the first half to uh, stun the Oklahoma City Thunder. Whew, we got to talk about that offensive struggles. Something, something's going on with Boston on offense start the season, and uh, it's kind of been the theme of this team um, through six games. We can chalk it up to chemistry. Uh, chemistry definitely has a big role to play here. You know, Kyrie Irving is not where he needs to be. Um, Gordon Hayward is not where he needs to be. Al Horford has been okay. Uh, Jason Tatum has been the man. But outside of Jason Tatum and maybe Marcus Morris, this team really just has not got it going good yet. Um, they did make the comeback, so we got to credit them for that. Al Horford put the team on his back in that third quarter. Team started out 7 Hit seven of the first ten threes to start the second half against Oklahoma City Thunder. Al Horford hit three threes in a row with a matter of in a matter of forty one seconds. Incredible! Big Al coming up when we need him the most. That's what we look for out of our big leader. Um, and he's not he's he's the man for a reason. Al Horford, shout out to Al Horford. Um, wanted to talk about some Marcus Morris out here because Marcus Morris has been special to start the season. Uh, outside of Jason Tatum, like I said, this team has not been quick and well, but Marcus Morris has led the charge off the bench, let me tell you. It's a go-ahead three-pointer with 25 seconds left. Contested three-pointer, clutch as clutch can be. What a performance by him. 21 points, 10 rebounds, gets himself a double-double. He has been Carrying the load off the bench so far, man. And, you know, I'm going to shout out John Vogel here because I know that's his boy. Um, he, before the season started, called Jake, called Marcus Morris sixth man of the year. Well, so far through six games, it's early, but he's playing like it. Uh, Boston wanted to finish the game on a 16-1 to run. Just lots of threes, lots of lots of buckets, a lot, a lot around the rim. Um they got to the free throw line a lot towards the end of the game. Shows their aggressiveness. They weren't settling. Um, so, finally, man, finally we get some some clutch time buckets by the Celtics team. 
and you know looked like a little bit of last year's team out there you know making them you know those 16 point comebacks was a thing was a regular thing last year so it doesn't surprise me to see them out there doing it again this year you know um jason tatum led all scores in detroit with 24 points he's currently sitting leading the team at 16.7 points per game um he's had quite a hot start to the season i know you guys have heard me harp on that quite a bit um but yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on Oklahoma City game. They made a good comeback, but you know, there's definitely some some offensive struggles that that the team needs to seriously iron out moving forward. Um, one game they did not certainly they certainly did not struggle in offensively is that Detroit game. Motor City blowout is what I'm calling it. Kyrie Irving could not locate the bottom of the net to save his life against Detroit, and the Boston Celtics blew out the Pistons by 20 points but that's sick in for a second boston's best player boston's all-star boston's all-star starter the face of the franchise drops three points and the team wins by 20 that's how special this team is jalen brown finally broke out dude had 19 points in a game high plus 24 remarkable effort by him i left i uh tweeted out before the game started, and I said, hey, here's a hot take for all y'all out there. Jalen Brown's going to break out of his shell right here, break out of his little slump he's getting into, and he's going to find a way to lead this team to a victory. Not just a victory, but I call it a blowout victory against Detroit. Jalen Brown, it's almost like you read my mind. Thank you. About time the guy finally gets gets one to go. Um Tice, Daniel Tice, what a fearless effort by Daniel Tice in that game against Detroit. Dude, 17 points, eight boards. Kind of big numbers out of a guy like him right now, you know. Unfortunately, uh, he did end up tearing a muscle in his right foot, and apparently he's looking like he might be out for a while with that injury. So, uh, Tice, speedy recovery. You know, wish you well. I hope you can get back on the court soon because Boston could definitely use – Tice's hustle and effort out there on the court, especially coming off the bench um, in a what is actually a pretty thin position on the court for the Boston, Boston Celtics right now. Um, Gordon Hayward had an efficient game against Detroit. He shot seven for 15 points. He was knocking down threes. He was attacking the rim. There was moments in this game where Gordon Hayward was looking a little bit like his old self. He wasn't – he wasn't – hesitating he wasn't nervous to get inside he wasn't nervous to body up he was switching on defense taking guys to the rim um he was looking great out there and gordon hayward you know we expect him to i expect him personally to not be himself till at least halfway or three quarters of the way through the season i don't think we'll see him you know anywhere near 20 points per game but then maybe even all year you know um but We'll see. We'll keep monitoring Gordon Hayward's situation as the season progresses. Not going to touch too much on him, but um, just keep an eye out. You know, good game for him. Out, you know, and we'll see how he uh, responds against Detroit once again uh, on Tuesday. Um, Blake Griffin got his butt shut down. Blake Griffin entered the game leading the league in points per game with over 35 a game. 
everybody was talking about what's Blake going to do. Blake just finished a 50-point. He just polished off a 50-point game right before Boston arrived, and everybody's going, well, here we go. It's a Blake Griffin show in Detroit. You know, how good is this Detroit team? This Detroit team came into this game undefeated. People were starting to get hyped on Blake Griffin, you know. Boston shut him down to seven points on two of 13 shooting. That's, if above all and everything, that's a testament to that Boston's elite defense. I mean, they were they were they were going right at him. They they were not afraid to body him up one on one. They were letting um, Daniel Tice and Al Horford just straight one on one guard him. They weren't double teaming him. They were just playing straight up. Um, There's a couple of times where he came in at the paint and uh, there would be a help side that would come up and swat swat the ball out of the, out of play. Um, they were at some point swarming him when he did make his move to the rim because Blake Griffin can be kind of a uh, a tunnel vision type player where once he's attacking the rim, you know that he's going to shoot. He's not really planning on passing the ball. So in a lot of ways, he is pretty telegraphable. And I think Boston really just kind of exposed that flaw in Blake Griffin's game. And that's just what Boston's defense has been doing for years under Brad Stevens' system. Brad Stevens puts his players on the defensive side of the court in the best possible way to win the game. And he just knows how to really key in on guys like Blake Griffin. You know, he finds the weaknesses and he exploits them. Um, So great, great defense out of Boston against Detroit. Um, They did hold the number one at the time, number one team in the Eastern Conference and undefeated Detroit Pistons team to 89 points. First time, first team this season to hold multiple opponents under 90 points a game. In a game. Looks like we're on our way to uh, second consecutive best defense into league season, maybe. I don't know. Um, we got to talk some Kyrie Irving, though. In all seriousness, um, the man finished with three points against Detroit. I know I touched on it a little bit earlier, but three points. He's averaging 14 points per game right now. Where is Kyrie Irving? Where is his head at? I I can't explain it. I can't explain it. You know, a guy who came into the season claiming that he feels better than ever can't hit a shot. He can't. It just. I don't know. It's the ball looks short sometimes. It looks long others. He just. He's taking wild shots. You know, deep Stephen Curry type shots from 30 plus feet out. And then he's taking erratic attempts at the rim. It's just he's not himself right now. And I don't know where he is mentally. Maybe it's a mental block. I don't think it's physical because he doesn't look like he's injured out there by any sort of injury. Um, 14 points per game for a guy who for a career is over a 22-point-per-game score, whoever was 25 last year. Something's going on with Kyrie Irving, and I hope that he, that he figures out whatever it is fast, you know, sooner than later because – Boston is going to need him to be who he can be as the season progresses. Because um, right now he's still the leader of this franchise. He's still the face of this team. And until that, you know, gets pried out of his hands, that's how it's going to be. And, you know, I expect good things from Kyrie Irving. We all do. We all should. He's earned that respect. But um, he needs to get it together. You know, these young guns are holding the, holding the fort down. But, uh, yeah. So, something to monitor moving forward. Um, I'm going to give you guys a hot take. I know we're going we're gonna to end up doing this podcast pretty short today um, just because it's by myself here, and I don't want to just keep rambling on forever for you guys. But um, 
I think Robert Williams is going to get some extended minutes here. I think Robert Williams, you could see him, you know, playing in 15 minutes per game, perhaps, in the next few weeks. I think Robert Williams will play in 15 minutes per game next few weeks. And my reasoning, Daniel Tice is out indefinitely. Um, that weaves a spot in his position up for grabs. Aaron Baines is struggling with injuries. Robert Williams is going to have to be the next man up. And Brad Stevens plays that next man up philosophy like no other. He's going to call on Brad, or Robert Williams, and Robert Williams is going to be expected to respond. That's just how this team plays. He showed some potential. He played eight minutes in Detroit. Um, he had a thunderous top ten highlight dunk. Um, he's looking he's looking like he could he could actually be productive out there on the court, uh, especially, you know, he's going to have to seize this opportunity. Simple as that. You're a rookie in this league. You're an unproven rookie with character issues. You have to seize the moment. And for Robert Williams, it's his time to shine. This is his time early on this season to show Brad Stevens that he deserves and has earned more minutes with this team. I think I, I don't know how he'll do. I don't know how he'll respond, but I think he'll you'll be seeing about 15 minutes per game from Rob Will as the season moves on until uh, at least until the Ties can get back on the court healthy. Looking ahead, we have a bit of a tough stretch here, guys. <clears throat> Playing Detroit again in Boston, so back to back against Detroit. You know they're going to be coming in uh, a little upset about their butt at home. You know they're going to make some adjustments, and Boston's got to be ready for it. Brad Stevens will, you know, do his best to put the team in position to win that game, but uh, that's going to be a tough one. You know, back to backs against the same team, especially when you blow them out the first game. That's a hard one to win the second. So um, we'll see how they respond in Boston. That's on Tuesday. Um, they then travel to they're no actually excuse me they're actually playing Milwaukee at home they welcome in the Bucks um, in a rematch of last year's playoffs. Um, Milwaukee's a tough team and they they're off to a hot start this year. I think Milwaukee's lost one game all season. Uh, Giannis not, Gian won't even try to say his last name, but Giannis is playing at a superstar level. He's only getting better right now, and um, Boston's gonna be you know challenge with the task of having to guard that guy for 48 minutes. And, uh, you know, I think that Boston pull out both those victories there. I mean, they're very tough, tough opponents, but they are playing at home. Um, and Boston's finally starting to get clicking, especially with their offense, you know, the way they played against Detroit. So um, doable games there, tough ones, but doable. And then they visit Indiana. They go down and see the Pacers uh, to round out the week. Over the weekend, Victor Oladipo. Dude breaks out after being traded over to Indiana in the Paul George trades, and he has been an inferno ever since. You know, we're talking all-star. We're talking all-star starter. We're talking maybe even potential superstar out there in Indiana. The Pacers are a good team. You know, they're definitely a team you don't ever want to overlook. You know, they've always been that, you know, middle of the road in terms of four, five, six playoff seeding the last few years. They've taken LeBron James and the Cavs to seven games. Um, they're a good team. And so for us to play three potential playoff teams in a row here, it's going to be a tough stretch. Um, Boston's really going to have to show um, who they are and really prove themselves in the next three games here. Um, I hope that I rejoin you guys um, after a few victories. Uh, I do think that Boston could be 3-0. You know, it's a tough schedule. I might say 2-1. and one. Let's say 2-1 and one, um, with the challenge here. Um John Vogel will definitely be joining us next time on the Boston Sports Extra Podcast. 
Um, I'm going to close this one out early because by myself here and I don't want to keep rambling on. So um, that's going to go ahead and do it for us, guys. And this next installment of the Boston Sports Extra podcast, uh, look for us between the Milwaukee and Indiana game. We should be back bringing some more great content. I hope you guys enjoy my solo podcast. I apologize if it was, you know, boring listening to one guy up here, but, you know, I'm, I do my best out here. Um, I want to be there for you guys and deliver some good content and good thoughts. Um, but stay tuned, you know, as Boston Sports Extra and all the great writers and for us uh, tirelessly work to deliver you faithful Boston sports fans great content each and every day. We'll be there for you guys. And um, until next time.